It's your boy Big Toe, and you tuning into episode eight. Everything ain't funny. And before we get into it, you know I gotta do my intro because last couple episodes I ain't got right into the intro. You feel me? I know the intro y'all favorite part, so I know a lot of y'all been waiting on episode eight. Well, guess what? Episode 8 here, you feel me? So let's turn up, let's get straight into it Before I even get into the content, make sure you like the video Make sure you comment, you feel me? Make sure you hit me up Even if you're not listening to this on YouTube You're listening on a streaming platform Hit me up, man Tell me how you feel about the episode Stay to the end, give me feedback I love each and every one of y'all that show support and love So we gonna get right off into the video Episode 8, everything ain't funny So the first thing I'm gonna get into is my funniest fears Because... A lot of us, yeah, being scared, that shit, sometimes it's funny. And I got some funny-ass fears, being honest. One of my funniest fears is squirrels. I hate them little motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers like raccoons. They like tan, ugly-ass raccoons, you feel me? And, like, if you know something, bro, the squirrels in the hood, bro, they not scared of shit, you feel me, bro? They'll walk up on you. And, and like, bro, a nigga from Joy Road, especially I didn't went to East Lansing, they shit friendly. Now, the squirrels out here, now, if you in a the car, they'll run. But other than that, them motherfuckers is, is some rabid dogs out there. I don't really fuck with squirrels. I don't fuck with dogs, you feel me, man? I don't give a fuck what you say. Oh, bro, my, yo, do, my dog can go bite you. My dog, nice, my... No, no. I'm not fucking with your dog, man. You can tell little Max to go to the back before we get put down. You feel me, bro? Because I'm not one of them. I don't fuck with the dogs. I don't fuck with none of that. And I don't fuck with birds, man. I don't fuck with birds. I used to go to the zoo and, like, the little peacocks would walk around. Man, that shit have scared the shit out of me, man. I done almost sharted on myself seeing a peacock with all them feathers, man. I, was, I wasn't I was even five foot to the 11th grade. So, you feel me? I'm seeing a peacock eye level, bro. That shit scary as fuck, bro. Keep birds away from me. I don't fuck with flamingos. I don't fuck with geeses, gooses, nieces, nieces. I don't fuck with none of that shit, you feel me? So, don't ever, ever bring me around no fucking birds i don't like birds i don't like squirrels i don't like dogs you feel me below or just like i said if you streaming this listen list your funniest fears and tell me exactly like what's the funniest shit that you scared of you feel me and i'm gonna get into some more bullshit because look we all grew up watching like them videos on war star hip-hop in the bathroom niggas getting fucked up people getting their ass beat on camera and I'm not scared to get into a fight on camera, but the scariest shit to me, and this goes sound silly as hell, is getting punched with a sound effect. Because think about it, bro. If a if somebody wind up and mm, punch you hard as shit, sound effect and all, like you know how confident you gotta feel to like swing on somebody and boom, boom, like you, I I, I would not know how to feel as a man if I get punched in the face. And somebody booms me. I feel like you gotta go. Like you gotta go. Like you felt too confident to boom big toe in the face. Like I feel like that's my biggest fear. Like not even getting into a fight or getting into an altercation. But like getting snuck or something like that. And somebody boom you. Because it's like I feel like not only do your confidence. Not only do your face hurt. You feel me when you get hit. But your confidence and your pride is going to be shattered. If somebody just walk up and boom you. Like like really Boom, and, and they make a sound effect. Imagine, <laughs> this is the funniest shit. Imagine they don't even make like a tough noise. Like you get punched with a pew. Like somebody punch you, like mm, pew, 
pew pew like that that's not that, that, that's one of my that's one of my biggest fears you feel me and you ain't never been in the fight if you ain't got hit a nigga that got hit before but i ain't never been pew boom whoosh, whoosh. i ain't never a nigga ain't never hit me with the wind or nothing like that like i feel like that's the worst shit like i got my girlfriend in the studio she over here sitting back here right now like man i'm all right if she slapped me you feel me she get mad she mm, you know what i'm saying i'm like ah you know it is what it is but if she Wham! Like, I, I just feel like that hurts a nigga pride too much. Like, don't do all of that. You feel me? Like, I feel like that's a big fear. You you don't want to get punched with a sound effect. You feel me? And then, and then we go get into some other bullshit <laughs> because I feel like if you do get punched with that sound effect, like, you gonna just become the biggest gif. Like, remember the Sharkeisha shit? Like, Sharkeisha, no. And then we saw the girl get, you feel me? And, you know, I do not promote violence, but it's like, bro, Looking back at that shit, it's like, that shit was funny as fuck because of the sound effect. Like, it wasn't even how she got dead. It was just, like, all the sounds. Like, I'm I'm scared of being made a meme. Like, that's not, that's not gangster. And one thing y'all wanted me to do is tell more story times about my life. And I don't even like getting into story times. I don't need y'all walking around acting like y'all know me. But one story time I will tell you is, all right, so me and my badass brothers and cousins, Trey, if you watching this, I, I want you to know, man, we were some of the baddest kids out here. So we had a big-ass trampoline in my backyard. We had a basketball court. We had a trampoline. We had a swing set. You feel me? So what, what our badasses do is we'll, like, have our moms go to Target, go, you feel me, go to different places like Walmart and shit. On Fridays, we'll buy the new championship belts for WWE fans. You feel me? We had the Intercontinental Championship. We had the World Heavyweight. Man, we had stacked up, like, 20 belts, you feel me? Like, 20 belts. So what we do is we'll go on the, we'll go on the trampoline and we slam each other on the belts. Like, I'm talking about... Boom, like torpedo a nigga. Like, you just, you get slammed on the belt. You feel me? Stay tough, stay rough, and stay dangerous. You feel me? So, I, it was this one specific day. We go out there. I'm going to paint the picture. So, you know, we're going out there, bro. This is back when Elite Socks was in. So, I'm walking out there. Highlighter shirt. Highlighter Elite Socks. You feel me? You feel me? I, I got the fade. I'm over here looking like a pure kid. Like I said, I ain't hit five foot till like the 10th grade. So, you know, I'm the shortest nigga out there. I'm over there looking like a pencil, like a eraser on a pencil. I'm over there built like a 2004 Saturn. So you feel me? I'm coming straight out. You feel me? At a whopping 110 pounds, your boy Big Toe. At the time, Little Toe, Toto, whatever the fuck you wanted to call it, nigga. The coldest little nigga yet, the frozen little nigga. So we get on the fucking trampoline, and it's just a normal day of us slamming each other and something. And I don't know what my cousin did, and I ain't gonna speak on the nigga because I don't even fuck with him no more. But he did something to anger me like I, I i don't think like he slammed me too hard or something like that but tell me why i'm i'm in goldberg mode you feel me i'm in spear mode so he over here he right by the he right by the like end of the trampoline so i'm looking at him you feel me i'm turning it up i'm like yeah boy don't even know what's about to happen to him i'm about to spear the shit out of this nigga so tell me why he over there he's standing right there bro tell me why i run he Gee, I'm over there like, gee, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Tell me why, bro. My life flashed before my eyes. I'm running. I'm about to go to spear the nigga. Tell me why he move out the way. At the moment he moved, you know that gif where it'd be like, at this point, you knew you fucked up. Bro, when he moved, I said, oh, oh, no. Oh, no, it's about to happen. Tell me why we had a screen on the trampoline. I run straight through the screen. 
far. Crack my hair wide open on the gate. Hard as hell. I'm talking about wake up days seeing cuckoo birds. Had to go to the hospital to get stitches, bro. And, like, I ain't gonna lie. That was the worst day of my life. I'm over here running. And, like, bro, if you ever, ever really about to get somebody... It hurt when you miss. So, like, when he sidestepped, my pride was like, damn. But when I split my shit on the gate, my pride was like, damn, damn. You feel me? So, it's like, bro, bro, that that shit was rough. Like, that, that shit was real rough. Your boy got fucked up. I had to get the stitches. My mama was just looking like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't even know. I tried to spear this nigga. End up splitting my head on the gate. You feel me? Tom's was fucked up, bro. That was before Big Toe was Big Toe. Another story time I'll tell y'all, and I'm not even gonna get too deep into it. I don't know what I was doing, man. My brother, he was a badass. He was a badass, brother. He was a terrible, he was a terrible big brother, for real. Tell me why we had the little motorcycles, the only niggas in the hood with the mopeds on the young jock. Meet me in the trap. It's going down. Meet me at the mall. It's going down. Meet me with Big Toe. It's going down. Everywhere you meet me, guaranteed it's going down. You feel? We used to have a Volkswagen drop top riding through the park. Dope boy Matt blasting that shit. This is around that time. So, like, <laughs> don't know why I'm outside playing with my brother one day. I don't know if he was on a scooter or he was on a motorcycle. But some way, somehow, I'm always talking shit to my brother. I'm like, yeah, nigga, you big lip built ass nigga. You feel me? Your face look like the front of a Chevy. I'm talking crazy. Because, like, as a kid, bro, that's what I specialized in. I'm like, man, I'm talking crazy. Everybody, man, fuck you. If you're not big toe, fuck you. I'm over here. I'm telling you, honestly, like, man, man, I'm talking shit. So tell me why I'm sitting there and, like, I don't know if I said something, but I just see him approaching fast in in the in the small vehicle that he had. I don't remember if it was a scooter or a motorcycle. You know how like somebody ride up on you and they just want to scare you, so like they might shh, they might shh. No, y'all, this nigga drove from the end of the driveway and ran me over <laughs> like full scooter. Like I'm talking about, felt the wheel on my face. He boom, I'm. What? This is crazy. Like, this is really crazy. You feel me? So I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like, this is really crazy. So that I, I was like, damn, this nigga really fucked me up. And like, I couldn't believe it. Like, this nigga really put his wheel on my face, man. That's when my well, that's when I shattered. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's really shattered. Like, my whole life shattered before my eyes. I'm like, damn, that boy really put your boy down. You feel me? So it's like. That's another funny story time your boy got. But, like, yeah, man, we gonna get into some more serious shit because as much as I wanted to, like, as much as I wanted to go ahead and as much as I wanted to go ahead and talk about some silly topics, it's a lot of stuff that's went on in the time of, like, me doing this podcast. And one thing I want to say is, like, one thing I want to say is, like, everything isn't always a joke. And a lot of y'all want me to get on here and y'all want me to be funny every time. But you have to think about, like, that takes a lot out of a person. We all feel the need to, like, be funny, be comical so people are like us and they'll fuck with us. But at the end of the day, it's like, are you being your true version of yourself? And on this podcast, I always feel two different sides of myself. Do I talk about serious shit that really matters to people? Or do I talk about the bullshit to get views and likes? And I feel like as a creator, you always go feel that. Do you succumb to the pressure of other people or do you succumb to the pressure of just being yourself? 
And it's like, I can't even sit on this camera for an hour straight and just make y'all laugh without me just being honest and being true to myself. So this is the point in the episode where it's going to take a serious turn, you feel me? But this is really shit that you need to talk about. You need to consider because with this social media and shit, we became so desensitized to stuff. It's time for you to really think about how you perceive certain things that we've became desensitized to. So my first question is, why does everybody want to be gangster? Like, you can be a stand-up individual and be real without having to run around like you shooting at everybody, you chopping at everybody. Like, why does every like what's the allure of being gangster? Like, you do you know what comes with crime? Like, you talk about jail, you talk about prison. Like, what's cool about that shit? Like, what's really cool about it? We all want to feel like, oh, I'm the toughest out here. I'm spinning blocks. I'm doing this and that. But then when it comes to jail, when it comes to other stuff, nobody wants to take part in that. If you want to be gangster, you got to take the good with it and you got to take the bad with it. But it's like, what's this allure of just being the toughest person? Because like normally when you overcompensating physically and trying to be tough, you wanted the weakest mentally. Think about that. The people who overcompensate, they, I'm tough every day. They want to scrap. They want to fight. They want to do everything under the sun to make other people feel inferior. Normally they got something wrong in their heart. So what, what the fuck is the allure of just wanting to be gangster all the time? Wanting to be tough. Like, who want to wake up and see some waffles and get mad? And, like, most of the time, it's an act. Because people who are really tough, people who are really in the streets, they don't even act like that. Like, what's up with this performative action of always wanting to seem like you're the dominant person in the, in the arena? You feel me? Like, the niggas who walk down the street and I'll fight anybody down here. Like, like bro, what's going on with you? And I just want to ask you, if you are one of them people or you know somebody around who all they specialize in is telling you how gangster they is, how tough they are, like, take some time to ask them, like, man, why? Like, is this what you tie yourself worth to? Because it's a lot of tough people in the grave. It's a lot of tough people in jail. It's like, if that's not honestly you, why put, put on an act? And I don't even be wanting to speak on stuff like this because I don't put cases on people and stuff, but like, you see what's been happening with Young Thug. You see what's been happening with Gunna. Imagine you somebody who get caught up in a Rico case or get caught up in a life of crime or something because you want to go in a you want to go and this is what a lot of people doing and they see they want to go in pictures, throw up gang signs, do all of this stuff, and it's like, do you know what come with that? When they come to jail, when they come pick all of y'all up and say, hey, it's time to go to jail. Are you going to be the person sitting there like, oh, bro, it's time to snitch? Because that's what a lot of y'all is going to do. Y'all going to play the role like you gangster and you tough, but you not. You feel me? Like, be honest with yourself. Be really honest with yourself. What's the allure of all of this shit? Because all of it's short-lived. None of it is. Nobody's been a gangster for 80 years. It's just been straight. You feel me? You, you got to grow up in your mindset. Like, being tough to me is being true to yourself. If you're really tough, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself to say, man, that's not me. You know how many niggas I got in the hood that's really my friends? But I tell them, man, when they go, if, if they are going to get into some rowdy shit, bro, that's not me. You feel me? I'm, I, I feel like that's what makes you tough. When you can be true to yourself and you don't care about how other people feel about it. Why is people putting on an act trying to be tough around the city, trying to be this, trying to be that? And you don't get anything from it. Like, and I know it might be some people that this ain't even pertaining to and you just watching this video. But I'm saying, like, ask your friend if you know him. Like, man, what's what's up with you? 
there's girls out here. They, they hanging out with people. They getting into stuff. It's like, what's up with you? What's the allure with this? Why you want to get in the picture and throw some gang signs if that's not your life? You feel me? Sometimes you got to pull your man to the side and be like, hey, bro, that's not you. You feel me? So I just want you to, to, to comment down below or hit me in the DMs and tell me, like, why do you think people want to be tough all the time? Why does everybody want to be a gangster? Like, what's this allure with it? Because the consequences that come with it, that ain't glorious. That ain't nothing that you that you really want to be around. Like, you want to go to jail? You want to die? Like, and a lot of times it's for a persona. It's not even you. So it's like, why die because you acting like somebody that you're not? Why put yourself in bad positions to go to jail, to do these different things? Just for acting like something that you're not. Why can't you be true to yourself? And am I saying, as a real person, you can't defend yourself? Hell no, man. I'm going to defend myself. To If somebody come at me, I'm going to defend myself. But I'm also not out here trying to inflict harm on other people to compensate for what I got going on in my heart. To overcompensate. Like... What's the what's the mentality that just says, let me go out here, hurt people. Let me go do this so I can prove a point to myself. You know, the only point that you need to prove to yourself is that you being the best version of yourself. And if you do feel anger and stuff, I hope you get through it. I hope this video helps you. Another thing I want to talk about, the allure of having ops. Like, everybody swears everybody is an op nowadays. You, like, the true definition of an op was when somebody was trying to kill somebody else. Why... Why hop in a picture and try to act like you got people who out here trying to kill you? Bro, let's be fucking real. If you from Farmington, be from Farmington. If you lived a life of peace before, don't try to be gangster now to try to overcompensate because you feel like it's cool. Like, it's nothing cool about having people trying to kill you. It's nothing cool about spinning blocks trying to kill other people. There is nothing cool about that. I don't care how creative you put it in rap lyrics or nothing. It's not cool to have ops. So it's like, why do we do it? And we became so desensitized to the world. And, and when things like get in translation like that, we overuse them so much. Like the word toxic. So much that it doesn't even have its original definition no more. First ops was people trying to kill other people. Now it's, oh, you didn't like my picture on the gram. You opposition. Bro, what? Because I didn't like your picture? Because I don't fuck with you like that on my op? Like, there's nothing funny at the root of these people trying to kill each other. There's nothing funny about that. And don't try to create situations for yourself just because you want to be cool with some other people. Because when it happens, normally those aren't the people that's there for you. When you go to jail, I've seen people go to jail. The only people putting money on their books sometimes is their girl and their mama. You over here want to have ops and create problems and throw up gang signs and pictures to be somebody that you're not. And then at the end of the day, you're not going to accept the consequences that come with it. Look at Takashi 69 He wanted to be tough so bad. Oh, I got ops. I got this. I got that. But at the end of the day, did that really do anything for him? What peace did that provide him? What peace did that provide his family? Ask yourself these questions. Are you putting on an image for social media? Are you putting on an image so you can get some girls? Are you putting on an image... Are you, are you being true to yourself? Because I'd rather be Tory every day of the week other than go out here and try to be somebody else. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. You can only not be yourself for so long. That's what I say when I watch basketball and the nigga fuck up my parlay because he went out there and dropped 30. That nigga's a bum. He's going to go right back next game to scoring 10. And even if he don't, man, it's going to be a couple games down. You can only not be yourself for so long. 
How long are you going to put on the act? How long are you going to let people around you put on the act? And I asked him, like, hey, bro, what's the what's the whole allure of this shit? Because death ain't funny. Jail ain't funny. Losing loved ones and friends is not funny. Like, why the fuck are y'all out here in rap song? And I'm going to get into that later because I got to get into y'all ass about a whole bunch of other shit. Like, I just don't understand what's the, what's the allure of having people trying to kill you. There's nothing funny about having people trying to kill you. There is nothing to joke about. And then use different words. Like, you can use hater or something, bro, but an op is not a nigga that didn't like your picture on the gram. You are not an op if you didn't like somebody's picture. Stop ask, Stop always expecting people to support you. I've learned that through this podcast. People that you supported, they not always going to support you. You put that energy out in the world, you hope you get it back, but you don't put it out there just so solely you can get it back. Then you go shame people and you don't get what you want. That's not an op. That's just somebody who's not supportive. Just because you're not a friend don't make you a foe. And we all have that. We all have that mentality now. Oh, no new friends. If you're not gang, then it's fuck you. If it's not this brand, you don't, it don't even have to be all of that. If I don't know you, I don't know you. But it ain't necessarily fuck you either. Like, we over here creating oppositions. People creating shit in their head so they can validate themselves and feel tougher than they really is. You know what's tough? Like I said, it's being true to yourself. What's being tough is saying, I don't want to go out to the bar or smoke with my friends every day. I like writing poetry. I'm going to be true to myself and say that. I don't give a fuck what a nigga tell me. I'm going to be true to myself. Not saying you can't go have fun, but being, being real is being true to yourself. It's not about you putting on an act for other people. And for so long, I always felt the need when I was a kid growing up, like, man, this is what tough is. This is what player is. This is what this is, man. But when I got older, I realized half of the people that feed you this information, they don't even live that shit. People that send you out on a mission and watch you crash out. And then when you crash out, they're going to be sitting there like, damn, that nigga's dumb. A lot of y'all that went to college, did great things. Y'all go back to y'all neighborhood and they going to tell you, oh, bro, go do this, go do that. I don't have them type of friends in my life. I got people that hold me down. But the reason why they know how to treat me is because I taught them how. I told them who Tori is. I told them the things Tori will and won't do. Stop hopping in the car, man. Sometimes you got to be fucking. Sometimes you got to be the nigga that get out the car. Some You don't always have to be down for everything. And you don't have to play a role to seem tough. I see you watching this video. I know that you got people who probably acting like this. And just tell them, hey, man, I love you for you. Hey, sis, I love you for you. You don't got to go do this to seem tough or to seem cool. Be yourself. Because that's what's really cool. Not putting on this allure, not having ops, not taking pictures, throwing up gang signs, not showing guns, not doing all of this for some attention. Because what happens when you get the wrong type of attention? What happens when you go throw up a gang sign and somebody come see you about it? And you was just doing it because you thought it was cool. But you know what's not cool? Death or jail. I bet you that shit not cool. Think about this. And I'm not saying it's you who watching this video. But I'm saying just think about this. Think about how these people don't engage intellectually. they rather put on a facade for other people. Think about the people you surround yourself with. And if you can't, if you ask your friends these questions and they can't change, they can't grow, them not the people you need to be around because you need to be true to yourself. And that's what this whole thing is about. Everything is not always a fucking joke. Joking on people trauma is not always funny because it's people who done really went through stuff. And, and that's why I pose this the question to me. Why do people care more about winning than they do peace? You at peace when you winning. The biggest competitor I have in my life is the story I was yesterday. That should be the biggest competitor you have in your life. 
I'm trying to be a better brother. I'm trying to be a better community leader. I'm trying to be a better create. I'm trying to be the better version of Tory. I care more about peace than I care about winning. Because when you at peace with yourself, you're winning. But some people, you go on social media, you're trying to up the score every week. You, oh, he got a Hellcat, so I got to go get a Corvette. Oh, they did this, so I got to go do that. Why are you competing with other people, man? Compete with yourself. You find a certain level of peace when you open your heart up to love, when you open up your mind to being more accepting. You find more peace in your life. It's not always about winning because who the fuck are you racing? You racing these people on social media like a post a picture of a Corvette and actually live in a mom. You don't know people's situation. And even if somebody is being more successful than you, it's all about what you determine success to be. If you happy and you got the money that you want, why are we out here racing other people to the fit? All of our journeys is different, so we should never be in competition with each other. If anything, use somebody's success to motivate you to do different. But understand that half of this shit on social media is not real anyway. You can't care about winning more than you care about having peace. It's a certain level of peace you reach when you being true to yourself. When you being honest to yourself, when you're not dragging yourself out the house to make somebody else happy, when you're not wearing clothes for other people, when you're not changing the way that you take your pictures. And I, one of my supporters, Morgan, said something. Why does everybody feel the need to have to be perfect on these apps and everything? I'm shooting this video right now. It's acne on my face. My hair not the nicest, but it's me. And I'm being true to myself. I'm being big toe. And that's what being big toe is about. Care more about peace. Care more about finding happiness for yourself than one up in the next person. Because most time, if we both driving and you looking forward, you looking at you looking in your rear view mirrors, looking at what you've went through in the past, reflecting, and you looking forward on your road and your path, you going to get where you're going. The person who driving and looking this way is going to crash. Think about that. The person who driving, they on their phone, they looking this way, they going to crash at the end of the day. Because they're not focused on getting to their destination. They're not focused on their journey. Be focused on your journey. Care more about peace than you do winning. Just because somebody go out and get a new pair of shoes, man, you don't got to be in competition with nobody. Be in competition with yourself. And I will say one other thing. Having friends that's racing you all at a time. Friends that low-key y'all are friends, but you can tell y'all always compete. Healthy competition is something different. We both achieving our goals. It's like, hey, bro, I just dropped the pie, bro. You got to drop You gotta drop your clothing line. That's healthy competition because it's like, man, I'm pushing. Let's push each other to do something better. But you know the friends that's not really your friends that you just, that y'all just try to one-up each other. Oh, you got a Chanel bag? Oh, I got a Birkin. Oh, you got it this, I got it that. What does it mean? What does all of it mean? All of these materialistic things go away. I learned that, man. I done went out and spent a thousand on some shoes, and I couldn't even do anything with them. They sit in the closet. You wear them one time, they go right back in the closet. I was doing it because I was trying to keep up with other people, man. Tori, I love gym shoes. I don't even like designer kicks. Some of them Balenciaga's ugly as fuck to me. I'm not going to lie to you. They look like Back to the Future cars and everything. But it's like I was doing it trying to keep up with other people. And I learned that I cared more about peace than I cared about winning. Because it brings me a certain happiness when I unbox a pair of Jordan 11s other than some Balenciagas. Why am I unboxing these and spending a thousand to put on an image and that's not my shit? Care more about peace than you do winning. Sometimes winning is losing. 
If you're not being true to yourself, and like I said, man, you don't got to compare yourself to other people. I grew up in a household sometimes where I felt like they pitted me to compare myself against other people, and I hated it because they journey, not my journey. But then I reached a certain level of life where I realized, man, I'm being the best version of Tori, man. I'm happy. I got a beautiful girlfriend. I got a beautiful family. I got beautiful opportunities. Why race everybody else when my path is so much different? You are so special. If you watching this video, you so special that you don't even know where your path going to end you. Why would you limit it to the things that you can see? Sometimes it's things that you can't even imagine that you're going to be doing. Five years from now, I couldn't even imagine me going to college, getting into grad school, doing all of that. Sometimes your destiny and your goals and, and what's really going to happen for you is so much bigger than what's in front of you right now. But you're going to blind yourself if you're distracted by the social media shit, if you're distracted by keeping up, if you're distracted by keeping up an appearance that's not truly you. Just think about that. You don't know where you're going to be five years from now. If you be true to yourself, you might achieve something you never thought you could achieve. If you want to do something you never done, you have to be willing to do something you never did. If you want to achieve something you never achieved, you got to be willing to do something that you never did. You got to be willing to step out of the box. But when you step out the box, you still got to be true to yourself. All of this winning don't matter if you don't got peace and love at the end of the day. What's the new Hellcat if you don't got no friends? What's all of this money stuff, man? It's materialistic. It goes away. So it's like, I feel like that's what drives people to do a lot of stuff. That's what drives people to do crime. That's what dri a, a lot of us, we trying to keep up. But we don't realize the only people we got to keep up with is ourselves. So after you watch this video, after you watch this episode, ask yourself, am I chasing peace or am I chasing winning? Whatever society is telling me winning is. Whatever the people in my neighborhood is telling me winning is. Am I chasing that or am I chasing the best version of myself? Because that's who you really want to become, the best version of yourself, not the person other people want you to be. Not the people that social media, not the people that society, not the people that your parents want to be, the person that you want to be. My last and topic is that death ain't funny, bro. A lot of people, they going out and y'all posting these pictures, you feel me, singing these rap lyrics about people dying. That shit not funny. Before you go do that, man, ask yourself, how would you feel if that was your cousin? That was your friend? That was your loved one who lost their life? Would you be in the club singing who I smoke, saying names and stuff like that? Like, come on, man. Truly ask yourself the question. That's not funny, man. I've seen a lot of bullshit happening around the city with people joking about this, joking about that. You're not even in the streets. Those not even your people. You don't even know. But since it's a TikTok challenge to talk about a whole bunch of dead people, you would do it. Ask yourself honestly. Honestly. If that was your little cousin, is that cool? Is it cool to joke about death? I know we've become so desensitized because we saw it so much, but is it a joke? Is it really a joke? Because ain't nothing funny about losing a loved one. I've lost loved ones. I lost my grandma and I lost my granddad. I done lost friends in the streets. Ain't nothing funny about it. Sometimes y'all sit in my room and I just think about, damn, I wish they was here to see the person I became. And it's like everything not funny, man. Death not funny. It's not funny for somebody to lose their brother, lose their they mama, lose their little sister. 
lose a cousin, lose a friend, because we all know you don't have to be blood to be family. You don't have to, we don't have to have the same blood or really a relation running through our veins for us to be family. Ask yourself that. Like, lo losing people. It's not funny. And I just want to send this out to everybody in the city, man. I see us doing a whole bunch of demonic weird shit. You don't even know them people, man. For my guys in there, man, stop hopping in pictures with everybody. You don't know who everybody is. Not even just for the guys, but for everybody. You don't know what everybody is. Stop singing every song lyric because you don't know what it is. You don't know that person's name, but you don't know who family member that is. You don't know who loved one that is, man. Ask yourself, honestly, would I be doing that if it was me? If it was the flip side, would I be cool with people over here cracking jokes about me dying? Cracking jokes about me not living to be the best version of myself. Me not living to... Me not even living to being 20. A lot of us celebrated when we turned 18, 21 because we didn't saw and lost friends. We didn't lost people in our lives. Ask yourself, is death funny? Is everything funny? Because to me, it's not. And I think you disturb your own peace when you over here shitting on people that you never met, acting like someone that you're not, and cracking jokes about the dead, man. Let the dead rest in peace. Everything ain't a joke. We don't have to sing every song, Lear. We don't have to perpetuate everything that's bullshit out here. And it's our job to talk to our people and tell them, hey, you don't got to do that either. And I just want you to take some time after watching this episode and ask yourself, should I really be singing these song lyrics? Should I be making these my caption? Should I, should I be joking about this? Because would it be funny if it was me? I want you to know. It's your boy, Big Talk. I didn't check in the episode eight. This episode is a lot shorter, but sweeter. You feel me? This episode is a lot shorter, but sweeter. And I just want you to really listen to this episode and realize everything ain't funny. Everything ain't a joke. Take your life serious. Take other people's lives serious. After this episode, like I said, man, talk to some friends. Talk to some people. Everything ain't funny. Everything ain't a joke. A lot of things are real. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Being big toe is being the best version of yourself. Whoever you are at your core, let that person shine and show people who that truly is. Don't let the pressure of keeping up, having ops, winning, glorifying and laughing at other people's death. Don't let that consume you so much that you're not the person that you always could be. You feel me? And just to end this on a lighter note, drop some good news in the comment section if you're watching this on YouTube. If you even streaming this, man, DM the laboratory page and tell me some good news you had this week. It's everything not funny. We know the summer get hot and it get wild, but take some time. Take some time to reflect, care about yourself, and not to feel the pressure to be somebody that you truly not. It's the Laboratory Podcast, Episode 8, Everything Ain't Funny. Click this link. Show some love. I recognize that you might not watch the podcast every week, but if you do, I appreciate you. And I love each and every one of y'all. It's your boy, Big Toe. And I'm out. Peace.